Welcome to Becoming Limitless. This is the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to optimize their brain and their body with biohacking. I'm going to teach you how to eliminate brain fog and upgrade your health so you can have more productivity, energy, and growth in your business. I'm your host, Tanessa Shears. Let's jump in. Welcome back to the Becoming Limitless podcast. Hope you've had a really good week so far. I'm wanting to share with you an episode that was entirely inspired by another podcast that I was listening to, and I'm going to tell you about that in a second. But in order to kick off this episode, this episode is about how to start the compounding clock in your favor with a simple mantra that I'm going to teach you about called Better More New. But before we get started, I want you to imagine this. So I was a kid that grew up in the late 80s, early 90s, and we had this like electric popcorn maker that was like that, that nice beige and brown and it plugged into the wall and you poured all your popcorn seeds in there and it heated up and it made like this intense, loud, whirring noise, right? And you'd put, I remember as a kid just like waiting there for the popcorn to start popping and you'd be listening and you could hear all the seeds like whipping around inside the uh, popcorn maker. And then all of a sudden you'd hear, and one kernel would pop. And you're like, oh my God, that's so exciting. And then you'd hear pop, 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 pop. And all of a sudden the popping would pick up and it would get going faster and faster and faster. And all of a sudden you'd see popcorn coming up out of the base of the machine and it's spilling over into your bowl and you're grabbing like your bowl on the counter. And my mom always taught us this trick where like you take the bowl and as the popcorn's coming out, if you spin it evenly, then the popcorn distributes into the bowl in a nice, even manner, because if you didn't, popcorn would end up all over the floor and you'd have to pick it all up. Like this was something that was such a memory for my childhood, but it really made me think about this idea of the compounding effect of our health, like the compounding effect of popcorn, right? And I want you to think about this. The way we're gonna talk about this today is, I'm gonna say right off the bat, one of the biggest things that I see as a problem when it comes to entrepreneurs working on their health and staying sharp, clear, and focused with their thinking is they, you know, will try something for a couple of days. Like they will be like, you know, I'm gonna remove flour so that I can feel a lot clearer and my blood sugar will stabilize or the whatever health hack that is they're picking. And they'll wait like two to three days and then they'll be like, well, this doesn't work. I don't feel any better. Let's try something new. And then they'll go out and look and they're like, oh, well, let's do keto. Let's do paleo, intermittent fasting. Maybe we'll just, you know, not eat at all or calories or we'll, oh gosh, macro counting, the amount of things that are out there, right? But we only give ourselves a couple days or weeks to actually try something. And if we don't see results, we move on really quickly, right? Like we don't allow compounding of our health habits to actually take effect because we're so busy checking out all the bright, shiny new objects. And this is what reminded me of the popcorn machine. Can you imagine if you put your seeds into the popcorn machine, the thing that causes the popcorn to stop popping is the heat, right? Well, can you imagine if you started the popcorn machine and then you unplugged it from the wall after five seconds and you looked in there and you're like, oh, there's no popcorn yet. So you plug it back into the wall and then you wait for 10 seconds and then you unplug it and the heat stops and you're like, what the heck? Why isn't my popcorn popping? And that is what we do. Like if you're constantly unplugging the popcorn machine, it doesn't get to heat up enough to actually get the result, which is the popcorn, which is what I find we do with our health. We don't stay with it long enough. We don't let the heat compound. We don't let the health habit compound so that we can get the popcorn. 
or, you know, the health result we want. So this is the analogy that I'm going to take running in through today. And I want to teach you kind of something that really shifted the way I thought about my business and you can easily apply it to your health. So this is something I talk about all the time with clients. It's this idea of using constraint and constraint basically means you are eliminating everything else that you are not working on and staying focused on one thing. It is what is going to have us avoid shiny object syndromes and focusing on a hundred different things. It's kind of like, like, I really want you to think about using constraint in your business, right? You are focused on your one service or your one product or your one course in your one niche right? And focusing on that is going to allow you to dial in and spend time on the things that are going to make it grow and make it better. But can you imagine, let's just say, let's just say you were a a health consultant like me and I'm focusing in on helping entrepreneurs with their health. But if I also had a business selling, um, I don't know, dog toys on the side. And then I also had a business where I was doing money coaching. And then I also had a business selling uh, templates for gardeners. And can you imagine how dilute my temp, my attention would be if I had to focus on all these different businesses? Well, this also applies to your health. If you're having to focus on like six different things, then the chances of you actually succeeding at one are going to be a lot less. Like we rush into doing all the things. We have so much enthusiasm enthusiasm. We want more health hacks. We want new habits. We want the newest gadget and the latest, you know, blood tests and all of the things. And we just have this big rush because we want to feel better. We want to be fitter. We want to think clearer. And we just think that if we do more, buy every new gadget, take all the supplements, that will get there faster. But instead, we do all of this instead of just mastering what we're already doing. So this whole episode is inspired by Alex Hormozzi's podcast episode I listened to called Doing the Boring Work Versus Chasing Shiny Object. It's episode 456. Every morning when I go on my walks, I listen to either his podcast, so it's called The Game, and this was episode 456. I would really like you to go listen to it because he talks about this concept we're going to talk about, but he relates it all to business. I'm going to relate it to your health because it applies just as much. So I either listen to this or I listen to Brooke Castillo's The Life Coach School podcast. Both podcasts are, I listen to them because I feel like their thinking is elevated. They think on a level that most people do not subscribe to on a daily basis. And I don't want to be like most people. I want to think and perform at a very high level. So I want my input to be of those things too, right? So in this podcast episode that Alex Hermosi did, he talked about this concept called better, more new. And I cannot wait to tell you how it relates to your health. So we're going to start with better. So what does it mean to get better at what you're already working on with your health? So think about this. If you want to get healthier, clearer, more focused, anything, like if you want any results and you want to get those results, not just like surface level, like kind of scratch the surface, but you want to get like really solid results with that one habit that you're executing. I want you to think about it like this. Let's pretend you have a bucket in front of you and you have holes in the bucket and the holes, let's say, bucket is you working on your sleep, right? And there's a lot of stuff you can work on, but right now you've got a lot of holes in the bucket as you're learning how to sleep better, what timing I want to do, all of that kind of stuff. So you got to plug the holes in your current bucket, right? And Alex Hermosi said it best. 
You want to make the bucket you have better, right? That is the fastest way to get results. Because if you picture a bucket full of water and there's water falling out of it, you don't get more buckets. You plug the holes in your current bucket, right? That's how you keep more water. So if you're thinking of the example of working on your sleep, that's your bucket, and you've got these holes in the bucket, you don't go and start working on your food to help you get better at sleep, right? I mean, there are interrelated components, but you you just fix the holes when it comes to your sleep. So I was working on sleep with a client, it was about last year, and he was in a really big rush to stop feeling so lousy, had a lot of anxiety, and he, you know, was going to bed at two in the morning, lots of screen times, feeling hypervigilant, checking into Twitter all the time. So he was like, I'm going to start working on my sleep. It's going to be great. But then he was like, oh, but while we're doing this, can we also work on, you know, I want to really focus on my keto diet, which was great. And then I also really want to get workouts in. Can we also make a workout plan? And I'd like to work on my mindset so I can stick to all of those. And there were so many balls up in the air that like, because he was not well versed at really just getting good in one area of his health, he felt very spread thin. So we had to pull him back in because he wants to work on all of this, but he's barely getting seven and a half hours of sleep per night. And it was inconsistent at best, right? So his bucket was sleep and there's a ton of holes in it, right? I mean, he's staying up late. He's watching screens. Um, you know, he was staying hypervigilant. He had a trouble falling asleep. He wasn't hitting his sleep goal. His like was not getting enough dream sleep. Deep sleep. Sleep was very hard hit. HRV was all over the place. So we just really needed to practice constraint, right? The goal is to practice constraint and get better at what you're already doing before you start looking around at all of the stuff you also want to be doing, right? Because like I said, constraint is to place a limitation on something. Limit what you are working on until you spend time mastering what you're working on. So for him, it was mastering sleep timing. It was getting better at sleep, right? Better at that one thing. So think about this. If you're going to bed at different times on the weekends and the weeknights, and even those are all over the place, or you need an alarm clock to stay up, or you stay out every weekend, but you're sleeping in on the weekends also, why are we also worrying about an exercise program too, right? Like get better and better at sleep until you're so consistent that your body clock now dictates when you rise and sleep, not your TV schedule, not our social schedule, right? So we can even just like really constrain down to the one thing like and keep in mind like we're just using the example of sleep you can start in any area you'd like I always like to recommend to start in sleep because I think it makes everything easier when you are cool as a cucumber feeling well rested and have a lot of energy right and that is what sleep does so if you are thinking like right now My bedtime's all over the place. How can I make this better? I'm going to practice constraint and just get good at going to bed on time until I have mastered it. Squeeze every drop you can out of getting good at your sleep timing before you're adding on all of the other things. I mean, do what you're currently doing and do it better. Now, here is the problem that most people's brains have with this. It's so boring to do this. Like it's boring to work on one thing. I mean, isn't it more fun to also start a new exercise program and, you know, clean out your fridge and organize your cupboards and like get ready for the new thing. And like, it's so much more exciting. And it's really boring to work on the same thing over and over and over again. But that's the point. This is what makes people successful long-term. It is their ability to tolerate 
monotony. The thing that makes it hard is because you have to have discipline at it, right? Because it gets boring and nobody, I don't think anybody's like, I love when things are boring, right? It's not mentally entertaining. And this with my clients, once we hit the three, four, five, six, seven month mark in our coaching, this is honestly one of those topics that I guarantee you comes up with 90% of my clients. It's dealing with boredom, our ability to stay centered and focused on one task until completion and really avoid shiny object syndrome and every new Instagram guru that's got a new idea that you want to try because my most successful clients in their health that stay healthy long terms are the ones that tolerate monotony the best. You got to be okay with that discomfort of feeling bored and not feel like something needs to change. A lot of us feel bored and it feels just like a um, when you feel bored, it's kind of like there's an energy that needs to go somewhere. And so what we end up doing is looking for something to distract us from that. Honestly, whether it be overeating again, or maybe you become inconsistent or you pick up a new health habit so that it's the novelty is there, right? Because Let's be honest, you have to be okay with feeling bored and that discomfort and that really watching that thought that you might be having that it means something needs to change or something has gone wrong when you're bored. That's not the case, right? Boring can lead to success. When things are new and you're, you know, you're trying out um, new workout programs or you're working with a new coach, like it's so easy to have great thoughts that keep you motivated, right? You're excited. This is new. But when you're doing it for four months, that newness isn't there and your thoughts are what start to change. Nothing about the activity changes. It is just your thoughts. I want you to think about this. Going to bed at 10 p.m. in the beginning is new. You've got a new routine. Maybe you've picked up a new book. It's exciting. You're looking at your sleep stats every day. You're seeing all the good scores you're getting. This is all fun. In four months from now, going to bed at the same at 10 p.m. and checking your Fitbit scores and doing all of that kind of stuff, none of those actual circumstances have changed. The sentences going through your head are what are changing. In the beginning, you had sentences in your head that kept you motivated. Then, as you went on in time, the sentences in your head changed that weren't motivating you anymore. And that's all that's gone wrong. It's just sentences, right? Your thoughts went from, I'm so excited to do this. This is fun. This is going to be the thing that changes everything. I'm finally going to feel energized. I'm not going to wake up tired anymore. Like these things kept you going. But as time goes on, your brain starts to think, oh, well, just staying up one time late won't hurt. This this doesn't matter. It's just one time. Well, you know, I, I've been doing this for so long. Like, where are my results? Or, you know, I've messed up two nights. I might as well start again on Monday. Why is this so slow? This is so boring. This isn't living. I should be able to go out and do all of this kind of stuff. I don't want to have rules in my life. Like, your thinking changes. It's the only thing that makes it more uncomfortable. It is the only thing that makes your health habits harder is the way your brain starts to think about it when the novelty is worn off. So check your thoughts, right? It's your responsibility to choose the sentences that go through your brain, right? It's not the responsibility of your health habits to make you feel good or motivated or disciplined or entertained. That is your job, right? Like, how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel disciplined? Well, what would a disciplined person need to think in four months when they're no longer feeling disciplined? Like, think about it. Think that thought. 
think it often, give it airtime. Like for me, if I want to feel disciplined, I bring into my mind a sharp vision that I have of myself and I am in peak shape. Like I honestly, when I look in the mirror, I think, dang, you're a mom. You look fantastic. Like I have that vision of myself doing that. And I know that I have this thought, like if I want to get there, I have to be willing to show up now. And I think that thought over and over again. And I give it airtime in my head because I'm going to tell you, if you don't like your results, look at the sentences that you are thinking most often in your head. And I guarantee you, it'll be an effect because it'll be causing your result. It'll be causing you to skip your workouts. It'll be causing you to miss your bedtimes, right? You've got to take responsibility for the sentences in your head. Practice giving ones that create the result you want more airtime. Support yourself. Think it often, right? That is how you get overboard. And this is how you become better at something by your sticking power, by your ability to continue doing it long after the novelty is worn off. So if you're working on one thing before you go and do more things, how can you make what you're doing better? So let's go back to our sleep example where we were talking about this idea of if your bedtimes are all over the place, you need to get better and better and better at going to sleep and waking up at a consistent time to optimize your circadian rhythm. Keep asking yourself, how can I get better at this? How can I get more dialed in on this? How can I make this more effective? How can I make it easier to go to bed on time? How can I make this less of a battle? Get better at it, right? Then, better, more, new. Once you have gotten as good as you can get at that, then you add on more to improve your sleep. Now, notice I didn't jump categories. I stayed within the same category of sleep. So if you're working on your circadian rhythm timing and you've gotten really good at that, more would be what more can I do to get better at my sleep? So maybe you're like, I can biohack my bedroom. I can alter the temperature. I can change the color of my light bulbs. I can look at what kind of sheets I have. I can change my pajamas. I All kinds of things like that, right? Like, Or you could look at bedtime routines. So you're looking at what am I doing in the hour before bed? When do I turn screens off? How do I wind my brain down? All of those things. Or maybe I need to sleep longer. Or maybe I need to invest in some wearable tech. Or maybe I need to get a spreadsheet and start analyzing all of this stuff. These are more ways to get better at sleep, right? Adding on more. So pretty much without going to bed at a consistent time, there's not a point in adding more. When you add more, it comes with the risk of failure and being inconsistent. Remember, I've also talked about this before. Failure is not a problem, right? It is a learning opportunity. However, when you start adding more and more on your plate, there's more to manage, right? So get really good at what you're doing, get better at it first. That way there's no risk of going backwards, right? The whole goal is to create something that is easily sustainable. Only do more once you've mastered better, right? Better at one thing, then add more to get better at that category. So then what I want you to ask yourself is, could I do something more of what I'm already doing instead of adding something new? So I want you to really like, if I want to get better at sleep, what are all the things that I could do that more that help me get better at sleep? And when you have optimized sleep and you have practiced constraint and you are focused on sleep and when you have maxed that out, then you add new flows. So if we go back to the bucket example, if you have a bucket, it's full of water, it's leaking, you don't get another bucket, which is more, you plug the holes in the current bucket, right? Then 
If you want to add on and carry more water, what you do, you add more buckets, right? The last one, once you have done that, is then you add new flows, new things, new habits that will help. Here's the thing. We love new, right? It's fun. It's exciting. It's so easy to stay motivated and all of that kind of stuff. We talked about that without jumping from new thing to new thing. But new is the very last thing you should do until you have absolutely mastered it. Now, I'm going to give you another example. Think of someone who is a bodybuilder and their goal is to add on muscle, right? They really want to add on defined shoulders or they want to build up their glutes or something like that. These people might spend three to four years going to the gym over and over doing similar things, the same major lifts, seeing micro progressions. Like there was a period of time, probably I would say, oh, like 2000 and maybe 11 through 2015, in which I was very into bodybuilding and I would do very similar lifts over and over again. I do my shoulder press and my bench press and, you know, I'd be doing the same reps and I'd be inching the weights up little tiny bit at a time. I'd add one extra rep or maybe I'd bump up one pair of dumbbells and I'd be working towards that over and over and over and years doing it. But what you didn't see me doing was bodybuilding for four months and then yoga and then kickboxing and then I went back to spin, right? Like I wasn't doing that and trying to get the results of bodybuilding. I had to just do the same thing, get really, get better at bodybuilding, add in more exercises that would help my bodybuilding goal, but I wasn't jumping around and doing all the new stuff. And here's the thing, it's not a problem if you are adding new things, but you're just not gonna get the results that you would have gone after had you stuck and gotten better at the one thing, right? Unless, of course, the results that you want is variety. If you want bigger muscles, you have to stay with bodybuilding, that type of training, long after it loses its newness because four years down the road when you have the results you want, you're gonna be so glad that you stuck with it, right? So back to our original example of sleep, you've mastered better, more, now you want new. So maybe this is when you add in whole foods or exercise, or meditation, and you repeat the whole process of better, more, new. You get really good at one thing. Maybe it's eating at consistent times. So you get better and better and better at it till you no longer need to think, and then you add more. So now you're making sure that you have, I don't know, a palm size of protein at lunch and dinner, and you get really good at that until you no longer need to work on it anymore. You keep adding, right? This is the process that allows you to see results and make them sustainable. Why? Because you have stuck with it long enough to solve for all of the possible problems that have come up in the process of creating the result that you want, the health that you want, the energy that you want. So the big sentence that I took away when I was listening to Mr. Hermosi's podcast was, when do you want to start the compounding clock in your favor? How long can you commit to this thing? Because every time you jump to something new or you start over, you reset the compounding clock on your results. You pull the pop cup, popcorn plug out of the wall and you let the heat drop off. You have to let the heat rise to pop the popcorn. You have to have the sticking power with your habits to start seeing the day after day effort compound the reps under the barbell, the times you've gone to sleep to set your circadian rhythm, the meals that you've eaten that are healthy. You have to let the compounding clock work in your favor. And in order to do that, you have to let the time where you're devoted it to that consistency 
consistency with one of that habit starts stretching forward. So loved, I loved listening to that episode. Like I said, I'm going to link it in the show notes. I recommend you listen to it because it was a really good insight actually for business. And that was the topic he was talking about, but it is so applicable to everything in our life. Don't get distracted by shiny objects. Stay focused, eyes focused ahead on your goal. You can do this. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, if you're hearing me right now, you might be an entrepreneur who feels like this. Every single thing I had was going into my businesses and there was no room left for me. And that means I wasn't eating right. I was, my stress levels were just off the charts. And I was getting these headaches and I just felt like my health was not where it could be, where it should be. Every day I woke up really tired and actually all day long I was tired and I couldn't understand why. And this was really in the way of my productivity. I gained 20 pounds in one year and that's mostly because of work stress. I've never seemed to have the control over my own health. This podcast will help you with all of that. I'm sharing everything I know and everything I'm learning about how to get healthy, optimize your focus, and eliminate brain fog for faster business growth. But if you want someone to take all of these strategies, create a simple plan, and help you bring it to life with weekly coaching, I'd love to work with you in my Becoming Limitless program. This is the high-touch, intensive program that I have created to coach entrepreneurs like you to get back on track with their health, get really good sleep, and start waking up feeling well-rested. The biggest impact was really around overall well-being and sleep. So I started tracking my sleep and it was very data-driven what we did. And I saw measurable progress and improvement week to week, month to month. Now I prioritize sleep. I have my whole family on a better sleep schedule. You'll get my expert eyes on what you eat and help you develop a simple plan that sticks. Well, she helped me really figure out what works for me nutrition-wise. It's not just like some cookie cutter plan. It's let's figure out what works best for your body and just optimize everything so I can show up at my best for my family, for my business, and just feel good. And of course, have you showing up to your business with clear, focused thinking so you can scale your business faster. Both my companies have grown over the last two years. I'm waking up more energized and I'm able to be more productive in my business. You're going to learn how to optimize your brain and your body using a combination of wearable technology, accountability, science-based biohacks, and weekly personalized coaching. I'm not only going to share what to do, but I'm going to teach you how to be consistent and develop the self-discipline that keeps this going for the rest of your life. Coaching is where the magic really happens because without coaching, you'll end up right where you started because those blocks and those underlying patterns that got you here are still there. You have to really rewire the way you think and that's what Tanessa helps you do. And it's good to have somebody who's got your back, who will hold you accountable and who will help you work through this process together. I help you become a human being instead of just a human doing. You get to have your health and a successful business too. It doesn't have to be a choice. So she really taught me a lot about how to balance being an entrepreneur and a business owner and also not sacrifice my health. 
Yep, you can use the gold mine of information in these free episodes of the Becoming Limitless podcast to help you take control of your health and you will feel more vibrant. But if you want, you can outsource your health to me and put your brain power back on growing your business. If you're ready to commit to upgrading your health and start feeling more energized within the next couple of months, click the link in the show notes and book in a consultation call with me. My life today is not even recognizable with the life I had a year ago. And that's because of everything that Tanessa has put into the program. So if you're on the fence, get off the fence. Your future self will thank you for it. Highly suggest working with Tanessa. I would highly suggest doing a consultation call with her, doing her program, seeing what she's about and seeing if she's a good fit for you because she is definitely committed to her clients and she definitely knows what she's talking about. So go work with Tanessa. She's really amazing and she's going to help you get your energy back. Hit the link in the show notes and book in to talk with me about your health and I'll see you on our first call.